Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this Billy DeVore. And sitting across from me on the screen is... What's up? How you doing? It's Lee, Michael, Kimbrell, hanging out in the Zoom universe. Just chilling. How you guys doing, Nasty Boys and girls out there? You doing okay? They're not as bad as you. Good yeah. God. Yeah, I'm so tired, man. I know. Do I, do I not sound good? We are both, I think we're both just wiped out, like physically. I'm pretty wore out. Physically, emotionally, just drained. And it wasn't like it was a bad week or anything. It's just, I don't know what it is, but I'm with you. Like, I'm just wiped. I, oh, dude, I'm tired, man. Well, I have been working. We'll talk about it a little bit in the week. I've been doing a lot of manual labor lately, which is great. Making a little scratch, helping some people out. But yeah. you are just tired as fuck. I hurt my damn knee. Yeah, you did. I hurt my damn knee yesterday. The boy, We lost our fucking game yesterday, which was heartbreaking. And yes. then compounded again by, you know, obviously how the Reds are performing. And we're about to, you know, obviously we'll regale about that. But yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to come in with no energy, dude. No. I took some, I took some fucking drywall straight up the nostrils today, and uh, have just been kind of battling a little sinus action ever since. Oh, I mean, this is that this is that time of year that's perfect for me, where it's mm, air's thick and it's catching all that pollen, and it's just going straight in my nose. So I'm like, I'm like tired because of Earth. Yeah, me too, dude. Like, I'll start talking, and the next thing I know, this ear will just pop and I and just stop. And I'm like, what the fuck? Me too. And then, the, of course, you're just freaked out because of COVID. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm not. I'm not really f as freaked out over it anymore. But because I'm just like, it's like I don't want to sound like a dipshit, but I'm like, oh, it's just sinuses because it's actually just my sinuses. Yeah, this is about the time of year where this happens to me yeah. every fucking year. You know. Yeah. I'm we're I'm a I'm a dirty stinky Jew who lives in a river valley. Like. <laughs> well, you, I mean, I, I half of it I can control, half of it I can't. So this yeah. is what fucking happens. Well, I'm Fred Durst. Oh, hell yeah. That's like the third Fred Durst reference I've seen today. Oh, really? Yeah, it's weird. It was so much where I even asked Sweet Cheeks. I was like, hey, is something going on with Fred Durst? Like, I see a lot of memes. Mm. She's like, no. Really? Yeah. She's just like, no, just Fred Durst exists. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forget that. He does. Fred Durst does exist. Did you yeah. ever fuck with Limp Biscuit? Uh, I mean, of course. Like, yeah. not like hardcore, but enough like the stuff that was on EBN or whatever when I was in middle school and my neighbors would listen to it and my parents. Sure. So, you know. Yeah, was, yeah, like, me too. Like, I knew that they existed. And I listened to Much like you just said, Limp Biscuit, Fred Durst exists. Yeah, there's really no, there's no more of a conversation aside from the fact that he exists, wears a backward hat, and 
and it's talking about nutting on a biscuit or whatever. And, uh, every now and again, uh, there's that fake rumor that pops up that they're going to play a Sunoku in Dayton. Oh, yeah. That's the best. A Sunoco, rather. I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to let it go. But... A Sanuku, you know, Sanuku. like with the, the puzzle with all the numbers and everything. Yeah, that sounds like a like a like one of those urban legend sex positions, like a Sanuku. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's like when you when you uh, when you try and stick in a lady's butt while she's doing a Sudoku. There it is. It's like a yeah. It's a mental game. Yeah, she's trying to fill boxes while you're trying to fill her box. Boom. I know. That's a great joke, and we're both worn thin, so it's just like, <laughs> Yeah, it's a joke. It's a joke. Yeah, of course. Like, here we go. A joke. A yeah, joke. Yeah, for sure. Technically, you correct. It is a joke. Uh, right. You know, I mean, I would bet on it being a good joke in front of some other people, but. Yeah, that's not bad, dude. I'd say it's a pretty decent odds. You could probably get a bet. You could get some money on that. I think I could. I really think I could. Um, I really, you know. I'm just look. Major League Baseball is back. All right. And is so, it? It is back. For it is back for most of the country. There's some yeah. people where they're watching. Yeah, as St. Louis. Yeah, uh, St. Louis. I mean, everybody else is back now, right? I think we're. Yeah, we're going. Except for them. Ah, Carlos Martinez going to casino. What an idiot. Fucking fool. What a dumbass. He could have just. He could have just like not gone to the casino and found a way to bet and and like stay in his hotel room i just wish there was a way i wish there was a way but guess what what chance to bet on major league baseball with our exclusive wagering partner bet online not dot ag they got live card games they got it all i put i threw money down this weekend and guess what i lost it because i bet on the reds like pete yes um guess what Did you just do it straight up for us to win straight up to win and then luis to have 10 or more k's oh man parlayed those yeah and uh guess what oh that would have been things happen that would have been really fun been really cool um also bet online has all the odds futures and props for you to bet on like as i just stated right bang um, also, tune in as Floyd Can't Read Money Mayweather joins the Bet Online team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, <coughs> where he talks about his expansive jewelry correct collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today and check out all the odds and up to date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Bet online, your online wagering experts. Cha-ching! Nailed it. You know what? I gotta get him. I gotta get one of those reels, those reading reels together, because I could be, I could be the voice of radio right now, baby. That was a good read there. Feel good about it. I I've liked listening to Tommy Thrall. I do that much. Speaking of radio voices, I mean, I I wish that the red legs were you know, putting him in some more exciting moments so that he could, you know, do what he does. But I like his play-by-play. I like his transition. He just seems like a cheery enough guy. Yep. (coughs) Oh, Ronas. Um, Him and Cowboy have a good dynamic, too. Yeah, I like it. So, I mean... Fucking Brantley rules, man. Yeah, right down Broadway. I love the Cowboy. Right in the honey hole. (laughs) 
He's the best. I love him. He's a goob. He's just got those Southern witticisms, talks about drinking too much Coke and uh, eating ice cream from United well, Dairy Farmers. Thinking of, uh, speaking of Honey Hole, check it out. Oh, my guy. You went and did it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I went and saw Chappelle. My lovely girlfriend, Morgan, bought us tickets. And uh, the reason why I said speaking of Honey Hole is he was doing a bit about glory holes. And we were sitting in the front row. And I swear to God, Dave Chappelle looked right at me, pointed at me, and goes, uh, you know anything about uh, glory holes there, fella? And I was just like, ha ha, yes. Yes, I do. I do. I do, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> so it was so awesome, man. It was just fucking so cool. Well, and we, I mean, we talked about it last night, but also who was the surprise guest? Louis C.K., man. So cool. We were 10 feet away from Chappelle, Michelle Wolf, Mo Ammer. And then, yeah, the special guest was fucking Louis, man. And he ripped. Of course he did. What a lineup. Yeah, it was wild. I mean, you can't, I mean, with what we talked a little bit about it last night, like how important these shows are. I mean, it's. Oh, yeah, it's a big deal. We're, who would have thought that a cornfield in Yellow Springs, Ohio, would be the epicenter of comedy in August of 2020? I know, man. What the fuck? An epicenter is the right word. I mean, it was so cool just being there, looking around. There's like 200, 250 other people there. Everyone's in mass. Everyone's following the rules. And then just to think of how cool it is, how cool that moment is, how cool that show is, what is happening it is, especially in the scope of COVID and everything. And then no one there has their phone. No one even has their phone. So it's just like 250 people all just completely present right there. Even when you're waiting in line, you, have to, you can't look at your phone. You know, it's, it's pretty cool. They put them in a pouch or anything, or is it just? Most people just, I, we just left ours in the car. That's the move. But uh, if you bring it up to the, you know, gate for whatever reason, yeah, you, they'll put it in a yonder bag. But I just happily kept mine in the car. Yeah, you're locked and in. You're in a, you're, you paid to be in this experience, and you're looking so forward to it that, like, why even bother having having? Oh, any, yeah. There's no Who reason. cares? No. Oh, man. And it was just so good. First come, first serve seating. We got there early as fuck. Got really good seats. We were like 10 feet, 15 feet away from the stage. Just right just right there, man. That's so Very, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it felt like an event. Got me really excited for our shows up at Go Bananas. I can't wait. Yeah, I know. It made, made me very excited for that. But it's just tucked out in the woods, and Chappelle just went out there, and from the word go, just immediately started crushing. And it was very cool to be there, man. Like you said, just the significance of what it means right now. Yeah. I mean, there's not literally nothing else going on. There's nowhere else really for – I mean, I see, like, Chris Porter's touring and opening up at other clubs, and they're moving stuff outside, or they're doing it so, like, really distanced. But – I mean, how, let's think about how many clubs are actually open in the country right now. I can't think of many. I think of, like, the back door in St. Louis. Are all the Heliums open? Like, No, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the Columbus Funny Bone was closed for a while. Then they just reopened, like, just for Chad. Then somebody on their staff got it. And now they're closed back down. But, like, they're, you know, like, who knows, man? 
That's insane. Yeah, I think everyone's trying. I thought, you know, it, it's not necessarily, it's not like good to be talking about it on the podcast necessarily, but uh, just this conjecture, there's no fucking telling if those funny bones are even going to be able to reopen, man. I know. I'm- like those big corporate chains, heliums are one thing, but I don't know. I don't mean to speak out of turn, but that you know, the margins there were just brutal anyway. And they can't, like, they're not going to be able to go outside, you know? Mm-hmm. The and this, clubs, yeah. Well, also, this could be the death. This could be the nail in the coffin for just malls in general. And yeah. How those clubs are in malls. Yeah. I mean, every time you go out to those malls, you're walking around and you're just like, I mean, it's, I guess it's like kind of a fun little novelty to be able to go and get these things, but ultimately with amazon and the internet and everything how are they fucking surviving like these little boutiques and little you know it's i was out there and like there's bed bath and beyond and uh you, you just ordered it online and then went and picked it up from the ta- the storefront yeah which i guess that's pre- you know that's pretty cool but it's like what all of this commercial space what the fuck is going to happen to it dude Right, like I was talking with Sweet Cheeks because she's getting uh, her MBA and she's taking a class on IT. And um, one of the things, one of her things was on curbside pickup and how curbside pickup has increased 207% since the beginning of the pandemic. And they think that curbside pickup's going to stay. I mean, honestly, most of these retail stores are going to be warehouses you're going to be able to walk into. Yeah, that's essentially it, right? Warehouses. Yeah, it's just active inventory that you can pick up and buy yourself. So, I mean, in speaking for someone who works for, you know, I mean, we're not, a, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, we're a small right. with Cincy shirts, but like, you know, we've adjusted and a lot of it, it's online and I don't know, man, it like, it's just, you have to adjust and a lot of businesses are going to have to continue to do that. I mean, like right now I supported the devil bezos and bought a new memory card a screen protector and an aux cord for my new camera yeah but like i i bought my camera at a camera store because i wanted to see it but their big thing is online so like yeah it's just wild it's wild man i don't know i know where do you draw the line it's like i'm i'll go to a farmer's market you know Sure. And, or I'll go to Goodwill and I'll buy like secondhand clothing and stuff. And I will absolutely, but I'm not getting a fucking artisan organic television. <laughs> you know, right. I don't need a goddamn American made TV. I will set the dominoes in order for peasants across the earth <laughs> to ensure that I get the, I got this fucking TV right here. It's not even big, dude. You know, check it out. That's perfect. Just like a little 32-inch TV. It got sent to my house from God knows where to my house in two days. Damn. And, uh, and uh, thank you, overlord of Amazon, you know? It's, yeah. It is, like you said, it's an evil, but God damn. I mean, $135 later, I've got a TV with all the apps on it. Right. What the fuck? I'm, like, technologically illiterate. If I can make, pull it off and, like, you know, it is. It just made my life so much better. Oh know? yeah, exactly. It's, it's insane. I mean, I'm with you. I mean, I mean, I'll buy like you know, I'll buy some shirts and stuff from, uh, you know, small independent artists, or you know, I go to Finley Market and buy my meat from a butcher. But sometimes I'm like, I need to load the fuck up. I'll go to Sam's. 
Yeah, for sure. Sorry, you well, do a good, you do a really good job at supporting artists and stuff, though. You're always buying, like, I don't know, merch, you know, whether it's like vitals or t shirts or whatever. You do buy it straight from people. I mean, yeah, Vampire Weekend right there. That's money in their pocket. Yeah. Uh, what did I, I bought a painting this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bought a, a full painting. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Of who? I'll show you the picture. Um, it's very cool. But overall, the idea is that it's the Frisch's big boy. Hold on, I'm trying oh. to find the picture. Uh, where, there, oh, there it was. Yep, here it is. It's the Frisch's big boy. Oh, uh, yeah, you sent that in the group. Yeah, with like a huge big boy with moon mist and his rascal. I mean, like, and I think the version I have, he has like face and knuckle tattoos. So how big is it? It's fucking huge. It's like three feet by like two feet at least. That's that's pretty dope. Gonna take a lot of real estate, but like it was that. Like I got that. And I got uh, that skateboard coming with the the grade eight on it. Oh yeah, that's very cool. I've seen that on a couple people's stories. Like that's a that's so dope. The grade eight. Yeah, a local skate shop, an artist teamed up to make this cool shit. It's just like, see, you can support local, but then sometimes it's like, well, mm, gonna give that baldy a few bucks so I can get him get some bullshit in a day. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's all about that's a, that's his whole that's his whole marketing scheme. Yeah, and he's he's just literally stocking everything in giant warehouses across the country, but you can't go in them. Yeah, that's what he's doing. He's a genius. There's stores, yeah, it's not a bad move. So you see, uh, did you see that um, somebody is buying up all of the Speedway Seven Eleven? Oh, they're making 7 a move. Seven Eleven's making a move and going to replace all the Speedways around here with Seven Eleven. I'm okay with that. Seven Eleven's rule. I know so that's what I've heard, but I don't really know Seven Elevens that well, and I fucking love Speedway, dude. Look, ages twenty to twenty-five, dinner was at Speedway. Really? Oh yeah. I yeah. know, man. I love Speedway. Yeah, they have the best roller grill food options in the game. Ooh, Speedway to go, baby. Dude, the the fucking what is it? The taquitos. Every, the twist. Their corn dogs were good. The egg rolls aren't, but I still get them every time. Even though, man, the the Speedway Roller Grill is a Corona casualty, man. Ugh. I mean, I I if if we never see Roller Girls again, this could be a good thing for me. Probably for the best. Well, because I'll fucking buy one and have one in the house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think that that's where that was going. Oh yeah. That's uh, funny. Uh, what else? Oh, Speedway, they have that little, like, they have basically the McRib available year-round. Damn. It's oh, so yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. And it's just, like, wrapped up in it or whatever. Yeah, but then you have to use their gross-ass microwave to heat it <laughs> up. And it's, like, one of those things where it just turns. It doesn't even give you time. It's just, like, it just says, like, 75. And, like, you're, like, well, I guess I put this in here for a full 75 seconds. But then it actually goes off in 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah. So it's melted. Weird. Yeah, you have to do, like, Speedway white trash uh, microwave math, and it's bad. Yeah, dude. 
I, but, oh, man. I, I love the burgers, and you bring it over to the little station and add some jalapenos and some mustard and, like, doctor it up. Yeah. Oh. Then you go get a tasty side. Dude, and their pizza, not bad. It's a not bad pizza. Not bad. It's if you get it fresh, which is a stretch. Yeah. That thin crust is it's fun. It's a nice tangy sauce. I am a stand for Speedway to go. Thank you, dude. Speedway okay. curbside to go, dude. I love it. Oh man, are we ever? That's a world I want to live in, where I can order Speedway on my phone, have it freshly made from them, and then pick it up. Have you ever had sheets? Yeah, sheets is good. I mean, if we had sheets, I don't know, man. That's a tough one. That's a toss-up. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would take sheets over. But, like, I just, like, I, I think sheets is better quality. I just fuck with Speedway so much. Like, like it's the only rewards thing that I, like, really take seriously, man. Okay. I mean, I think I, I think we talked about it a little bit on the pot, like, when it happened. But I did, like, a, most of my Christmas shopping with my speedy reward points this year. We we did not talk about this. Shut and the fuck dude, up. Dude, I had forgotten about it for like three or four years in college or whatever. Okay, like I had 95,000 speedy points. Holy shit. So I just got like $50 gift cards to Starbucks and Target and Speedway gas cards and iTunes and Amazon. I just bought all these gift certificates for free using my you know speedway reward points just from getting a, a burger out of a cooler a burger out of a cooler or uh you know for a long time pack of marlboro lights in a soft pack now it's you know jewel pods it's been you know a lot of white claw a lot of coffee yeah. so much coffee so much coffee yeah and yeah like why, I mean, especially since you could hit Speedway with a rock from your back door. Oh, yeah, right, like right now, for real, I could. I could, mm -hmm. I could throw a rock and hit Speedway. It's not an exaggeration. It is, a, it, is, it is just real. A stone's throw. A stone's throw. And so why do you even own a coffee maker when you have one? Yeah, I don't know. Even like, but the coffee maker at home is still even cheaper than Speedway. Yeah. Here's oh, I mean, you know, you get the you get a big old thing of Folgers is six ninety nine, and it makes you know dozens and dozens and dozens of cups of coffee. Right. Oh my god. I mean, here I'm not a big coffee guy. I no, you're not. Yeah. You know what I've been drinking that is because it gives me too much anxiety, and I don't know why. Like it just some like sometimes just a flip switch to my brain. Uh, like I get it. And like it got bad, but you know what doesn't give me anxiety? And I start my morning with it, and it's fucking insane. Cocaine, no, um, <laughs> um, sugar-free. <coughs> excuse me, sugar-free Red Bull. I love a sugar-free Red Bull. I mean, come on, I that's and it, it, it. I I know I sound like a crazy person. That's like I wake up and and it gives me wings. Like that. That's how I'm starting. And people are like, that's just how. I mean, yeah. it works. I don't, I don't question success. <laughs> yeah. You should, have you ever had matcha tea? Is that that like thick tea? It's like green, crazy. green matcha. Yeah. That shit's oh, white. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's really, really good. It's not that thick. You would like, it's good, man. You make it with like yeah. some oat milk or some shit. Ooh. I love it. 
horny. Yeah, I love oat milk. You know what I did today that I haven't done in a while? It sounded like you just said al dente. Al dente, it is. I d- you al know dente. al dente. You know al dente. Um, what I haven't done in a long time, but I did it today. For lunch, I had a smoothie. Oh, there you go, bitch. But, you know, it was just some uh, uh, vanilla almond milk, yogurt, blueberries, kale, raspberries. What Get a way! There. What a what a what a what a way to replace a meal. Yeah, it's so tasty, man. Love a good smoothie. So I'm a juicer boy too. See, I haven't juiced in a long time. I love a good juice cleanse. A couple days in a row, you just like bang a couple juices throughout the day and try to eat healthy. Good. Well, I mean, I eat healthy now. In yeah. Um, like tonight we had a we had baked chicken with broccoli and sprouts. I mean, come on. Love some sprouts. Love sprouts. Um, but yeah, so you you went to a show. I had a show on Tuesday. Yeah, baby. Fireside. We did the show at Five Points Alley, and it was great. We had like 35, 40 people show up. They were That's so great. We only had two problems that walked in off the street and into the park, and I took care of them. One lady just started heckling John, and I and she just was like, "Fat, were, stupid." Were they homeless people? Uh, I think they were just vagrants. They weren't homeless. They were like just ne'er do wells. And this lady just starts heckling, slurring John, and like I just go shh, and eventually she gets up to leave, and I go up to Fireside because to get a drink because I finished mine, and she's just walking in the street, just going this that wasn't comedy, that wasn't comedy. Oh, and I was like, actually, it was, but you are too dumb to realize it. You're you're stupid. You're dumb. Then this guy just shows up and starts walking in between people, walking around asking for a cigarette. Is it during the show? Well, Seamer's on stage. So I go up to him, I'm like, hey, man, can you please stop asking people for cigarettes? We got a show going on. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, Black Power. I'm like, this isn't the time for that, but okay. Um, (laughs) And then he walks up to the front of the stage and just starts trying to have a conversation with Chris. That's so wild. I mean, it's going to happen when you do shit outside, for well, sure. Here's what I did, man. I just went up to him. I went, hey, man, stop. This is it. Don't make me call the police. You have yeah. to. And he like, goes, okay. And he walks. He walks to the side. And then he starts to come back to the crowd. And I walk up to him. I'm like, hey, man, I will fucking call the cops. We have a show going on. You need to leave. He's like, I'm just looking for a cigarette. I'm like, go over there. Just go look over there. I don't care where. Anywhere else but here. People don't have cigarettes here, sir. Yeah, sir. Can't you see? We've all switched. We're 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 hitting these robot dicks. Yeah. Bills. But yeah, it, that it sounds like a good spot. I mean, it's tucked back in there between those buildings. It's in a little park. Yeah. The the some of the foot traffic. It doesn't surprise me that there were a few little missteps, but sounds I'm, like it was handled pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I took care of it from working the door at Go Bananas for how long? I'll tell anybody to fuck off. Um, but like, it, it's a perfect spot behind Gomez on Gilbert Avenue. Like it's, it literally is a neat little surprise when you show up. It's so cool. Um, yeah. Next one's uh, not this coming Tuesday, but the next one, but I'll be out of town. So John is running it with someone else he hasn't decided yet. Um, and I've got some really cool news for rounding third and heading for home. So I'm pretty pumped. Got something else to talk about. Um, there's someone else I wanted to, oh, 
my last thing have we we so how i found the empress chili recipe the original empress chili recipe yeah i am going to make smoked cincinnati chili okay i am making it on the egg i'm gonna make the chili and then underneath i'm gonna just have that fire going and a cast iron like a big old fucker like a you know uh what is that thing called a uh dutch oven Aldrin, yeah cauldron yeah I'm, I'm the chili witch watch out <laughs> and i'm gonna fucking hickory smoke some chili and see how it turns out damn okay and then that's the first step towards the uh chili cart yeah baby here comes chili the billy's glory yeah <laughs> that's awesome i'm so pumped so yeah man once once i figure out that recipe dude it's it's time to fucking get it going Get you a fucking hot dog cart, man. I'm thinking, I'd bark for you. Dude, I think I'm going to start doing pop-ups at bars first to see what the general, like, acceptance is. Like, I bet Karis would let me do it at Bell and the Bear. For sure she would. She would be psyched. And there's a couple other places I could do it. Like, um, I got friends that, like, you know, Mecca would probably let me do it. on a, on a Yeah, very likely. In front of Liberties. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of options. So... I'm I'm excited. I'm motivated. I got some, you know, other things to do while comedy isn't happening and who knows when it will fully come back because winter is coming. It's cool to do these outdoor shows, but guess what? We live in a place that has all the fucking seasons. That's right. We got all of the seasons. I don't know, man. I see like, even if it's like, I would do a show outside and just have everybody dress really, really warmly. And just like have fires for real, wouldn't that be fun? It would be really fun, but it also it's called would... like chili comedy. Oh, chili comedy with Chili Billy. Yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, I'm into it. I, I'm dude. I don't care. I want comedy to happen in any situation, any way, shape, or form. That's yeah. literally what we can do right now: scrounge up and make anything happen. Like you know, I'm finally going on the road for the first time in months. Yeah. On Saturday, I couldn't be more excited. And I have, I have to figure out how to do 20 to 25 minutes and scrapping so much shit because I'm not fat. Yeah, you're not fat anymore. I know. I'm looking through my notebooks. I'm like, I am so fucked. I'm going to have to riff <laughs> 10 minutes. Well, I mean, just do some riffing. I'll do some riffing. I've got some old stories to pull out and stuff, like jokes that don't, you know, I'll be fine. It's just a general concern. I know I'll be fine. I have the material that isn't there i mean you can even or you can do some of them like you can get into you can be like these were funnier back when i was very fat right but you know one month before the quarantine started i started to lose a lot of weight i mean there's you can it's funny just you riffing about being strict on a diet while the world is ending right you know it's like who gives a fuck but also good you know it's like now's the time to change your life it's awesome yeah, and like, who fucking cares? I mean, like, I'm at the, like, you know, it, we've talked about this, like, not writing as much because, you know, there's nothing like the world's ending, all this stuff. But now that I have dates on the calendar, I feel good about it. And I'm writing and getting. You got to start writing again. It's great. It's the motivation I needed, and I feel good about it. So, Oof. yeah. Um, but, well, I'm trying to think here. <laughs> think it's uh i mean we've just kind of been uh we've just kind of been sitting there 
avoiding talking about the Reds. I know. Because it's, because it's been a fuck a huge supreme bummer, man. Yeah. I mean, the it, our Trevor Bauer, he looked good. Luis, I don't know. I mean, Sonny is still the White I mean, but that's not really the theme. I mean, the theme isn't our starting pitching. It's uh, middle relief. And even bigger than that, it is our bats are just completely dead. I mean. Speaking of bats, how's your sack? Is it nice and shaved? Oh, yeah, it is. It's pretty shaved at the moment. Yes. Yes, mine is clean. I've been keeping it very clean during the quarantine. Yeah. Yeah, me. Yeah, me personally. I don't want to fool around with a big uh, with a big bush, Uh, especially not when Corona is still a thing and you need to keep everything tight and you're in close quarters with your lover. And uh, that's why I fuck with Manscaped so heavily. Because uh-huh. I think, yeah, I think we've all been there, you know. Uh, what's the most you've ever bled while trimming your balls there, Bill? I've lost at least four quarts of blood. Four quarts of blood? I thought that, how many are in the human body? Uh, I think it's like six. God damn. Yeah, I was That's, getting in there. You were just about died, man. It was well, real it, close. It, well, 2020, it's just been a year of things happening that are completely out of your control. But now there's just one thing that you can have, have firmly in your in your control, and that's shaving your bush. Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, they're back sponsoring us, baby. Manscaped. They're here to remind you to do so. Uh, I know I keep up with it. I still don't have that lawnmower 3.0 yet, but I can't wait to get it because it's waterproof. Comes with an LED light. Uh, you can do it in the dark. You can do it in the shower. You can do it in a lake. It doesn't really matter. Plus. That battery uh, charges up for an hour and a half, 90 minutes. Um, they also just released the Shears 2.0 nail kit. It's perfect that on. Yeah, so get your nails, get a Manny and Petty on top of getting your pubes. If it's a Manny and a Petty, what is your pubes? Get, what is getting your pubes cut? A puby. A puby. Okay, that makes sense. Get you a Manny, a Petty, and a puby. Uh, obviously, the crop preserver, I'm probably just about out of that. Uh, you throw it on your balls. It's a nice deodorant. It's good in those hot summer months that we're in the middle of. Um, all sorts of things at Manscaped. Uh, for, in fact, if our listeners of this show, it's a good deal. We'll get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns and shaving that front trunk, baby. Yeah, shave that hog. Go on and shave that hog, man. Shave that hog, but don't shave any points. And if you don't want any points shaved, then you need to go to a place that you can trust to make your online bets. And it's got the name in the title. Let's go ahead and just plug it, betonline.ag. It's a fact, baby. Sports are coming back. And with that, your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball is back in full swing, and uh, there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. It has all the odds, futures, and prop bets you want to be on. Uh, You can also tune in to Floyd Money Mayweather. He joins the BetOnline team in a new segment called the ice is right where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on his costume. His bling sounds terrible. Visit betonline.ag <laughs> today 
to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Bet online, your online wagering experts. Get after it, baby. Get it, fish. Boom, son. Not a bad read. I think we did pretty well in both of the reads today, Bilson. You, sir, did a great job on the read. Thank you there. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I like that uh, shaving point segue into the second betonline.ag. I wish you would have seen it because I was clapping. Oh, you liked it? Okay, I cool, was yeah. Huge. And now, you know what? I was very quiet because I was just letting it run, you know? Yeah, just got to let it go, man. Those manscapes were – it's a long one. And all the read is like, don't read this. Just make it seem natural and riff. And it's like, okay, well, sorry. Sorry, we're going to figure it out. Sorry um, that I just sold you one million units off of that one read. So yeah. you're w- fucking welcome. Yeah, if Manscaped wants to use that read for their uh, – It could be their- official. Yeah, sorry, I'm I'm grabbing a screenshot for the Instagram right now, and look good. Got it. <laughs> I look like there a fucking go. crazy person. Yes, you do, baby, because you've uh, had to – you just went through and looked at all the Reds' offensive stats and uh, pitching stats, which will make you into a crazy person. Now, here's what's crazy. When you said that – that Major League Baseball was in full swing. It's not true because the Reds aren't swinging. Come on! They are not swinging. Let's go through the week. Um, man, uh, Friday we was brutal. Friday was brutal. We lost 2-7. to seven. Um, Luis Castillo. It was just a slow burn. It was, and he just didn't – he didn't have his shit together. No, not dominant at all. No. It was here. Here's the line. I mean, it's it's bad. I mean, it's bad. Um, Luis's line. I mean, okay. Look, it could have been worse. It sounds worse than it is. <sighs> Luis Castillo, six innings pitched, eight hits, five earned runs, one walk, six strikeouts. It's not good. It's not good compared to the other starts that everyone else no. had. But no. like. <sighs> That's enough to keep you in the game. You would like to hope. You, you would. You would. But it's not working out. Um, it's just – and, you know, Castellanos had a double. And, Spencer, we're making these the, – we made the Tigers starting staff look – Spencer Turbo owned us twice. Twice. Dude, six innings pitched – Three hits, two earned runs, six Ks, and a walk. Yeah, that was the second time against us. It's infuriating. It okay. And Rizel just blew the <laughs> just blew the game open. I don't know, man. It's it was bad. It was and Rizel looked like trash. His shit was flat, and he couldn't place it where he needed it to. to be. Yeah. Saturday, I really just want to get in for the rest of the week because I just want to forget about Saturday or Friday. Saturday was a shit show. Yeah. They fucking canceled the game. They delayed it eight minutes before the start of the game. Yeah, I know. And how and Bauer's supposed to start and how intricate his warm-up and getting lo- getting his arm loose is. He was livid, man. He was completely laid in on Twitter, dude. He went the fuck in, man. You pulled those up. Oh, yeah. And also, he didn't just go in. He was right. 
he couldn't have been more right about everything that he said. Oh yeah, he was he was accurate. Here's the tweet. Postpone the game before starters start throwing or play through it. You can't postpone a game eight minutes before it's supposed to start. Just because it's a shortened season doesn't mean you can change all the rules all of a sudden. Figure it the fuck out. First, you move the damn game up five hours the day before. Then you let starters get hot for the game and then delay it eight minutes before game time. Never in my 10-year career have I seen something so amateur. Not in the minor leagues, not in the big leagues. Never even saw it in college at MLB. Added him. Adam. Hey, Manfred, you can't miss this one, motherfucker. Yeah, I know. And, and he just totally, continues to miss. Yeah, he was totally right. And here's what's crazy. They kept trying to play God, and guess what fucking happened? They could have played the game at the time it was scheduled. Yeah, exactly. Like Too just, many fucking cooks in the kitchen, man. Right. Like, who in the fuck whose job is it in Detroit or MLB to read the radar? Because I'm reading it like, I don't see this. I don't see what's happening. Why? Why are we doing this? What I know. It was a pretty bad one. Luckily, the, the Reds the next day ended up winning two games in a row with, uh, you know, seven-inning doubleheaders. We swept that. It was, they were some fun games. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, Disco, his first start back, looked dominant. In his yeah. short amount of time, it's five innings pitched, three hits, two Ks, no runs. Yeah, Disco looked good, man. And Disco Cast looked good. And Castellanos was the offense. He's been, he, he is, I mean, Joey is performing pretty well. He's performing better than what we were hoping, you know. Like, right. he, he's barreling the ball. His average isn't, I don't think his average is as high as, as, as like, it's not a good mon moniker of how well he's hitting the ball. No, he, he's, his average is 236 at the moment. Yeah, see, that's not great. But like he's, crazy. Uh, yeah, he's had some good at-bats. But, I mean, right now, Nicholas Castellanos is, the, is, like, the only thing from keeping us completely, like, catonic. Oh, of course. I mean, and he was NL Player of the Week. And he, I saw a stat yesterday that if – you take his average out, and the average average, the mean average of the Cincinnati Reds without Nicholas Castellanos in the lineup is buck eighty six. Yep, I Bro. think that was came came in from Mike Webster. Yeah, and I wrote that down too. And here's here's another thing that's crazy: five of your regular starters, or or another bench piece, if you will, because Moose is out, so Farmer's playing second. Five hitters are hitting under 200 that are in your lineup. That is so wild. As of Weaker. Yep. Gino. Yep. Uh, Van Meter. Well, he, I didn't count him. He's gone. Okay. Um, Gino, Winker. Who else is uh, – Irvin. Didn't have him on the list. That's a good one. He's batting uh, 0 .0 Yeah, I know. Very bad. Um, who else? Okay, I'm writing it down. Hold on. You have Galvis batting 194. Galvis. Uh, Kyle Farmer's batting 143. And Buck and uh, Bumper Fartcart, Tucker Barnhart. 
flat 200 at the Mendoza line. God dang, man. That is not the problem we thought we were going to have on this team. I mean, we were looking through some seriously rose-colored glasses being very optimistic, especially coming out of COVID and shit. But, like, man, I thought we had one of the best offenses in the league, and we, and statistically, you know, 15 games in the season, we have one of the worst. Yeah, how about this? This is gross. After uh, – I don't know if this included tonight's game or not. This is from Baseball Reference. Our team average is 206. That includes Castellanos. Our on-base percentage is 317, and our slugging is 396. That's it. That means we're not even getting out of the fucking infield. Dude, if you just look at how bad of a three a – three, you say 317 on-base percentage? That's atrocious. Okay, so you round that up to 32. Let's say that's 33. That's one out of every three. That's three out of nine. So every three innings, you're having – or every three innings, three people get on base over those entire three innings. That is not threatening at all, man. There is, is no the threat there. It is – no, I mean, it's, it's not even like – there's nothing going on there. A team, a team on base percentage of like less than a third, man. I know. It's bad. It's, it's so bad. You can't win games. It's a, it's a miracle that we have won games, and the only reason we have – is whenever our erratic pitching is just happens to be on a high point that night. Right. Well, also something you need to think about. I mean, let's let's get with Sunday with Castellanos' three-run dinger. Then you have the error that gives yeah. up three runs. Yeah. That is just – and you, you saw it get course-corrected this week, but that's just because Nick and – Nick and Nick didn't have great communication in center field. Castellanos kept calling for it, and Senzel's, like, not calling him off, not being the leader in the outfield, and just let it drift on him, and it almost cost us the game. Thank God for Shogo Akiyama hitting that one to the right side of the infield and scoring. And getting it was the run. such a big – that was such a victory to go out and win that game and then go out and win the next game. Yeah. Because to just fuck the duck like that, if we had lost that game – if we had gone out and gone one, two, three in the top of the seventh and then lost it in the bottom of the seventh, there's no way we'd go out and win game two. No. You know, I, so it was a big momentum to go out there. Castellanos fucks it up, three to three. Now he's accountable for all six runs in the game. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we just went base hit, base hit, base hit, three in a row, scored a run, went out there, and then Rossi just shut him the fuck down. Yep. That was a fun moment. I was listening on the radio. It was that a was very, a good one. It was a great moment. Yeah. And here's something that I think happened before that game that really got, got some shit moving in the right direction. Was C. Trent tweeted <clears throat> that Saturday, <clears throat> the Reds fall. The best – or that they did that – yeah, Friday. This was on Friday. The Threads fall. The best they can do with a Tigers team that lost 114 games a year ago is split. The schedule was supposed to help them, but they needed to help themselves. And then Scooter rides in and tweets, that's baseball, C. Trent. If they can't make it to the playoffs without pitching, then I'm not watching baseball ever again. A consistent lineup never hurts. Tell the skipper we know it's been hard with, co- with the COVID, but still every hitter likes to be in a consistent spot in the lineup. And that was ha- – and then after that – stayed yeah oh yeah yeah castellanos in that two hole yep 
Um, well, they moved him. He was in the fifth hole all, all the whole time. He was NL Player of the Week, and now they move him from the five to the two. That happened tonight, and I don't understand that. Like, yeah, I, I know. genuinely don't understand it. You have what was deemed the hottest hitter in baseball. He won the award. I know, and you move him in the lineup. It's weird. Why? What are you doing? I think that David Bell at this point, like, everyone's saying, oh, yeah, the manager doesn't make that much of an impact on the game. The game is running without them. It's streamlined. The manager has less and less decisions to make, and David Bell's just like, hold my fucking beer. He makes a decision every single time he can, if that makes any sense. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's like, if it's a like, if it's even in question, do you let this guy finish the game, or do you do you bring him in, or do you you know do you pinch it here, or do you, just because you fucking can means that he is going to every time. It's so yep. frustrating. Yep, and it's like as soon as he can get to a pinch hitter, he's doing it. He's like, oh, I can I can put in a match. He sees the matchup like righty lefty lefty righty, but he doesn't look at the numbers. Yes, exactly. Philip Irvin, yeah, he eats up left-handed batters, but at the moment, he is one for 17 this season. So just stick with Sinzel or whoever the fuck is hitting, you know? Or Shogo, leave him in. Yeah, I know. I understand Winker can't hit lefties, but you know what? He's got to figure it out or not, or he's not a big leaguer. And at this point, I mean, he got hot tonight. I think he went 2-4, and that strike three call on him tonight was garbage. There's been a lot of that. And that was what happened Saturday. Remember that first game with Tyler Alexander tying Seaver's record with 10 Ks or whatever? Here, 10 Ks in his first 10 batters. Here's the thing. That strike zone was wide as fuck. Yeah, it was. It was like two or three balls out, in, up, and down. He was just like, let's go. Gino got – and see, that's another thing is it's like Gino, who is ice fucking cold. You know, Gino is batting under 100. It's very bad. And he's got, like, what, three hits this year. One of them's a digger. So, G- Gino, it's been very bad. And then it's all the more frustrating when you see a guy like Suarez, who's, you know, whatever he is, three for 30, get rung up on a two-seam fastball below his knees. Yep. Because then, I mean, that everything counts. Like, it, it's important for a guy like Suarez right now even to, like, go and reach on a fielder's choice. Like, he needs to strike a ball and end up on first base. Yep. Yeah, like, he is just so fucked mentally. And then he did. He got rung up last game. Uh, not not tonight where we just got completely fucking drubbed. But, uh, well, ugh. at least Saturday, let's keep on the positive stuff. Yeah. Sunday. The second game Sunday, Bauer pitched a complete seven-inning game. The Reds participated in the first doubleheader that was, set, that was seven innings. Yeah. Since, like, the late 1800s. Um, and then that first game also, we got a uh, perfect inning from Mikey Biceps and a perfect inning from Rossi. Exactly. And then, yeah, and then Bauer came out and just fucking showed up, man. Seven innings. Did, did the Conor McGregor walk after. Of course you do the strut after you pitch a complete game, have two hits and seven Ks. You yeah. strut it. And he's, yeah. he was on fire because of what happened the day before. Guy's yeah. a monster. He's on pace. I mean, him, Sonny, both look gross. Incredible. And Mally, thinking about that, I saw this tweet. The Reds, Mally, Sonny, and Bauer, you know, 1.72, 1.77, 1.78 ERA. 
best in the bigs. Yeah, I know, man. So fucking frustrating. We're but, five and eight. And then Monday we came out. Sonny had a great game. Six innings pitch, four hits, one earned run, eight goddamn Ks. Castellanos hits that dinger to fuck up Shane Bieber's streak. Hell yeah. And Bieber, by the way, you know? Yeah. Who, Just a grown him. man. Grown man. Here is where I want to give all the love to my boy, Shogo Akiyama. Guy works a walk to get on. Or wait, was that Monday? That was Monday. Because the Tuesday, Tuesday was the Bieber. Sorry, I got my days confused. But Monday, Shogo gets on with a walk. Game's on the line. And he is, and there was at least, what, Plesak threw the ball over, what, eight, eight nine times? Eight, nine times, yeah. And Shogo has him so flustered, and Votto's working the count to 3-2 count, and Plesak leaves one inside, and Votto choked up halfway up the goddamn bat, hits it over the right field wall into the Charmin tarp. That was so awesome, man. It was perfect. Like, that is why you sign the guy. Yeah. And of course, after today, maybe, I don't know if this includes today's game, but I mean, Shogo has, it's not great, but it's a 275 on base percentage. It's not good. It's not good right now. No. But he's working counts. He's being a good leadoff hitter. And for a rookie who, after beginning this week, hadn't finished a game yet, I'm, I'm still just thoroughly impressed and can't wait to see him work it all out through the rest of the The season. numbers clearly aren't there, but the, the, like the sample size of him on the field when he does get on the field, he plays are being made. He mm-hmm. does make a difference. You know, it's because we were talking about it when it was happening. That is why you have a little fucking guy flirting over on first base. You take the guy's head out from between his ears. You leave one up, and Joey hits it over the fucking wall. And that's it, was, it, was, it was really cool. And, I mean, the first game on Sunday, Shogo lit, had the game-winning RBI. You know, he had the last hit of the game, so. Right. I mean, it, it, he, it's just not – the numbers aren't there yet, and it, they will come around. Like, I'll be happy if he ends the season with – I mean, it, it might not happen, but, you know, like a 320 on base or 340 on base with a 280 average. I mean, hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. That's what, I, that's what you pay him for. and you just, Rookie season, you know, the whole fucking season, 60 games. Yeah. Yeah. And Monday after the game, was that not the best press conference? From Joey, dude, and totally. post-game interview. So good. Said that I Jim, love that man. I do too. We are privileged to have him. I mean, he said Jim Day smelled like passion fruit. Yeah. From four, 30 feet away, saying Jim smell Day. Like pa- smells like passion fruit. I can smell you, Jim. You smell like passion fruit. And then Jim comes out and he says, you know, hey, Joey, like, you know, you weren't feeling well and things weren't going great. And then Joey just goes, "Um, Jim, we're getting a little personal here. I think this is a HIPAA violation. Yeah, exactly. Jim's like, I'm sorry. And Joey's like, I'm just messing with you, man. No, I just did the right thing. I checked. I did my symptoms. Everything that comes out of his mouth is the best, dude. He's just so great. Ah, that's why. It's also part of the reason why I'm so fucking frustrated by this team right now. I know. This should be a this should be our moment. This should be a moment right now. Yeah. 
And here's another moment. Joey had the press conference, said he's going to buy a whole section. Yeah, for 70 grand. Love it. Ain't nothing for the guy, man. And, dude, I need to see all of them. I want to see all different kinds of Joey, dude. So many Mountie Joeys. There better be the donkey. Yeah, Mounted Joey, the donkey. I need, like, pre-draft Joey, like, pre-before we even drafted him, like, so, like senior picture Joey. Oh, where he's wearing his perfect game jersey. Yeah, the perfect game one. Um, but that was really cool. Tuesday, man, Tyler Malley, how are you going to pull him out of the rotation? Six I know. Pitch, or, you know, sorry, that was Sunday, mon Monday. Yeah, Tuesday, Malley was dominant. Six innings pitch, one hit, two walks, six Ks. You have the guy who gives up one hit, and then you have the combination of Strope, Sims, and Jones fucking blow it. Yeah. Blow it. Yeah. How? How? And how do you have Nate Jones in there before you put in Amir, who is lights I out? I know. Amir has been lights out this season. He hasn't been the problem. He's got an ERA under one and a half. Yeah, he's only given up a dinger. Yeah, one dinger, and that's going to happen because he throws the ball 1,000 miles an hour. Yeah, and it's yeah, dude, the, the usage of some of these guys, I mean, like the Jones thing, and then even for a while it was like Lorenzen. You put him in and you're just holding your fucking breath. Um, I know, man. It's, it's Strope. Sims has had a couple good outings, but overall, like, yeah. it's and too Lorenzen, short of a season. And then Lorenzen blew it again last night, but – Tuesday, anyway, what really sucked what really sucked about Tuesday was Moose got dinged again, and now he has a bruise. Like, he's got a yeah. bruise quad. David Bell says we'll have him back Friday. Well, yeah, and Nikki Senzel. He stretched up the couch. Nikki Senzel slid in and fucked up his ring finger on his hand, missed a game. I mean, he ended up DHing, but still, like, right. it's, not, it's not the time, man. It's just, oh, I wish we could have at least – I mean, tonight, Jesus Christ. Well, TJ Antone had a solid start, four and a third, two hits, one earned run, four walks, four Ks. But I rewatched that game because we watched it last night, and Bell made the right move pulling him, but it was just Lorenzen blowing it because he was losing yeah. control. He was starting to slip. But it's his, it's his first major league start. Yeah, he looked year, good. But he still looked good. I mean, we were watching live there a couple big league fucking moments. Can't remember what inning, second or third. Bases loaded, one out. Francisco Lindor hitting from the left side of the plate. Double play, you know? Four, six, three. I know. It's a pretty, yeah. He, he showed some fucking balls. It was good. Here's something I need to bring up before we talk about tonight. This is gross. And it, this is hard to read. The Reds have the most unearned runs allowed with 13. That's 20%, 27% of their runs allowed this fucking season. For unearned defense. Galvis has been atrocious. Rarely do you think of it. He, his bat is not even close to worth it to having that in the lineup. No. If he keeps this up and he's not hitting, give me, give me two – Three really fucking good reasons why Jose Siri isn't up here in the bigs. Right, yeah. Give me a cup, give me some really good ones, because at this point I'm running out of patience. 
We already knew that shortstop was a glaring hole, and we said it was going to be okay because Galvis was an average to above average defender, and now he's proving that he's not. Yeah. And if you can't have that, I mean, what's the, what's the point? I know. What's the point of having him play there? At this point, figure it out and put somebody else there that, that, has a, that has a touch of a better glove and maybe can hit a little bit better. Or make a move and get yourself a veteran shortstop while you got time. We've got, a, we've got to go on a little run here right now. We've got one more in Cleveland, right? Or no? No, it's over. We, got, we are it's going over to, in Cleveland. We're going to Milwaukee. And they just played the White Sox, and they played them. The, the, that was a good series. Um, but I mean, we got to sweep them. I'm we're five hoping, and eight. You got to, but I'm just hoping for a, just a series Two. win. Yeah, we need to win us. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, tonight was brutal. Luis had it was an off. It wasn't like he was off again, but it was five innings pitched, four hits, three earned runs, nine Ks. He wasn't. He wasn't his best again. He wasn't yeah. bad, but he wasn't his best. His, but that's a, that should be enough to keep you in a game. Yeah, agreed. And it it, it happened, and then the bullpen exploded again. With Jose De Leon, and who else was in? Uh, Jose De Leon had one good inning, then went out and just shit the bed, and Freddie, yeah. and Freddie Benavides just let it run. And I'm like, because you didn't have really that many other arms ready. And after that, they're down. You know, you're down three uh, nothing, and then all of a sudden you see it's thirteen nothing. And Matt Davidson pitches and goes out and has a lights out performance. Yeah, looked good. One inning pitched. One hit, one K, no runs. Yeah, struck a guy out. I know, man. It's frustrating. We've been doing this podcast for a while, and I mean, yeah, it's it can be a hard team to be rooting for and be invested in, you know. But we've known that for a while. But here's Tucker said something tonight. I got two more things, and then I'm gonna rant, and then I'm gonna be pissed, pissed going to bed. Um, Tucker was asked tonight, like, um, hey, do you guys, I mean, do you think, see Trent asked Tucker, like, hey, do you, is, this, is, do you think that, like, how, when you're hitting well, it's infectious, but when you're not hitting, it's also infectious. He's like, and Tucker said, yeah, the pressure continues to escalate when you try and grind out runs. It's just, it just, they're all feeling it. And yeah, for um, sure. How could they not? I feel for them, but God damn. It then. The other Joel Luckup tweeted this. He said the only other time the Reds had a starting rotation with an ERA less than two and a half and a bullpen higher than seven after eleven team games was nineteen eighty one. They had a two point two ERA the staff starting staff seven point nine bullpen staff. The year the Reds Damn. finished with the best record in Major League Baseball and didn't make the playoffs. So twenty twenty has its template. The best record in Major League Baseball didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, that was that split season with the strike in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. And the Reds have now gone 22 innings without scoring a run. <laughs> 22. I haven't scored a run in 22 innings. 22. What is happening? They aren't supposed to be this bad. David Bell gets on the podium after the game, and it's just like, well, you know, we're too talented to be this bad. You are 
figure it out and or stop fucking with the lineup. Yeah, I know. It doesn't make sense. It's it's a tr- it's too much. It's atrocious. It's a travesty. This team shouldn't be this bad. This bullpen shouldn't be this bad. Like what what is happening that we don't know about that made everyone just I mean, let's not underestimate the fact that they're freaking out about living in the United States of COVID, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like these guys are fucking – imagine. I, I have a hard time doing my day-to-day tasks just because I'm freaked out about the future. I mean, it's like it's, it's only an excuse for so far, but it's like it really barely makes fucking sense. The, the the talent on this team is so fucking good. That's not that's not COVID. Yeah, Those numbers is, aren't COVID. Yeah. That's just poor plate discipline. That's chasing. That's there's so many things that they're doing wrong at the dish. That's not COVID. That's something else. That that collectively that are they feeling the pressure like Tucker said? Of course. And Moose Their is- heads clearly aren't in it. And I mean, no. it's like, yeah, Moose and Senzel missed some games because of COVID, and then they didn't have it. And then they- yeah, dude, it's Foxville. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the upcoming schedule for this week. We got three. We got a three spot in – we got a three spot in Milwaukee. Milwaukee's not playing great baseball either, um, so that could be good. Um, it's 8-10 start tomorrow, um, 7-10 on Saturday, 2-10 on Sunday. And then we come back home, and this should, this should be – this is where the schedule gets easy, and this is where you should be feeling good, and you yeah. should make a push. Two at home against KC, four at home against Pittsburgh. Ah. But Pittsburgh, I watched them today, man. They're scrappy. They beat the Twins in the bottom of the ninth today. This team, man, I know. I need to see them win a dogfight. That's why I was so encouraged when we ended up winning that game in the top of the seventh after the Castellanos error. But, like, it sounds so hacky and cliche, but, like, this team, it doesn't seem like they got any dog in them. Like, they're not very scrappy. They don't seem scrappy. We need a loud vocal leader. I need somebody to fucking slam a trash can down or take a baseball bat to a Gatorade jug right. or some shit. And I just don't know where it's going to come from. Individually, there is so much swag. Yeah. Matt with the strut. Sonny with the buttons undone with the chain hanging out. Joey yeah. at the press conference. Yeah. I mean, Castellanos hitting dingers with the chain flying. Yeah. There is individually so much swag. No team camaraderie. Exactly. And, and maybe it's not having – and it's got to be affected by not having Moose on the field. It's clearly that. And I don't know what he's doing in the clubhouse, but I'm also assuming that he's loud and boisterous and takes a leadership role when he's yeah. in. But when he's yeah. not in the lineup, he's not doing that, man. It's, I didn't think that to say this – like, I didn't think this would happen, but this offense now runs around and through Mike Moustakas. Yeah. And because it's not, it's not Gino, man. It's not Gino this year. Gino hasn't looked right. No. He, it, he's in his head and the pressure's there. And I, and he, he, if he doesn't get out of this in the next week, man, I don't know if Gino will have a good season. Like, right. Oh yeah. We'll be, I mean, two more weeks and we're halfway there. 
Yeah. In two games, we'll be a quarter through the season. And you have Gino batting a fourth Less of than a hundred. I don't know. I do you. I mean, do you just keep bringing guys up and DFA in and send them back down to fix this bullpen? Do you make a move in the middle in the before the deadline and try and get some bullpen help? Like you, you I, is it? I think you, you kind of have to see where you're at and say, is it worth trading off some pieces to make a push? Yeah. And with the expanded playoffs, I didn't expect. I was like, oh, we're shooing. Now it's like, oh my god, this might. When half the league makes it in. I know, I know. Half the fucking league. We've got to make a push, dude. We've got to make a push. Or we're going to be on the outside looking in. And it's going to be fucking, it's going to fucking suck. And Castellanos will walk. Bauer will walk. They will all be gone, dude. And they, they will all be gone. And we will have gotten 2020. Here's what happens if the Reds don't make the playoffs. Castellanos walks. Bauer I'd say it's a 50-50 shot that he re-signs, but we're going to have to spend the money, and I think they will. Bell is fired. Crawl is fired. Yeah. No way around it. I hate it. But I don't know if end, it's fair, but probably. Life isn't fair, but you're looking for results. Yeah. <sighs> I mean <sighs> – I just hope this weekend – here's what's scary, too, about Milwaukee. That hotel the Reds are staying in, guess who was just in there? The hey. St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. That's scary as shit. They're not yeah. in common areas, but, man, like, are they going to change all the air vents? I mean, are they going to replace all your, your air filters? Like, that's scary shit. Damn, yeah. No kidding. I don't know, but we'll see what happens this week. You can only feel – you can only hope. And I mean, well, who do we got going? Who all do we got going? I mean, we've uh, got – Bauer tomorrow. Um, Saturday disco. <laughs> How gross is this? It almost looks like fucking disco didn't even pitch. He's 0-0 with a O-E-R-A. <laughs> Yeah, right. And then Sunday, you have Sonny. Yeah. I mean, that's Bauer, Disco, Sonny. We could, we should win. God damn it. We got, let's sweep. Let's just put it out there. Yeah. On, Monday, putting... mo on Monday morning, we're going to be a 500 ball team. Yep. And tomorrow night, I'm going to, it's going to be nice. I'm going to put my TV out on the roof and hopefully that's the good luck charm. And I smoke. Dude, I'll come hang. Yeah, I think Jay yeah, Dog's coming over too. That sounds fun. So, well, let's round third and head for home. Shall we? Um, I'm trying to think if we forgot anything. Oh, happy birthday, Hunter Green. He's only he just turned 21. Jeez. Did you say you had something exciting for rounding third, headed for home? I do. Um, shows. Well, you go first. I've just got the Go Bananas shows, man. We have Go Bananas. Um, Saturday, I'm in Rockford, Kentucky. If you're close, I'm at a winery. Just Google Winery Rockford, and I'm probably there in the middle of a field. It should be fun. Okay. Here we go. August 30th, we uh, ran Barnaclo, and I will be running a show at Mecca. Okay. We'll be on the roof. Screaming cool. comedy down to everybody. 
So we'll see how that goes. Um, and August, um, um, August 18th, I won't be there, but another show at Five Points Alley. It's going to be great. Nice. It's been great before. It'll, it, the first one was great, so we'll see if it continues to be great and see who keeps coming out. Thanks to everybody who came out. Um, August 14th, Leroy will be hosting the Friday show at Go Bananas. I will be hosting the Saturday one. We're filming a promo on Sunday, so that'll be cool. Um, yeah, man. So stuff's moving. Stuff's shaking. Moving it right along, baby. That's awesome, man. I can't wait for these shows up at the club. It'll be great. I'm really excited. Rand did a great job painting the stage, you know, and, um, and I'm getting, uh, and, and tomorrow I'm getting my, my, uh, my banana, my version of a banana tattoo. Oh, are you getting that tomorrow? I am at five 30. Fuck yeah, dude. I think That's I'm gonna awesome. Go, I'm going to go like here. Hell yeah, dude. Are you going to make it vulgar at all? Dude. So my guy, Crocodile Jackson, who I love, I sent it to yeah. my guy who draws on Rand. And I was like, I want what, um, what d dear friend of the pod Danny Gamble did. I was like, I want a t mix of what Danny Gamble did with the new logo and what this guy Crocodile Jackson does. And he's like, gotcha, gotcha covered. So I haven't seen it yet. He hasn't emailed over the design. So I'm going to see it Friday. That's um, exciting. Man, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's been, it's been a decade since I've gotten my last tattoo. Damn. Yeah. I can't wait for you, man. I'm so pumped. I feel like Pandora's box is open. The next thing you know, I'm going to get that one. Then I'm going to get my one of my one of my cats. And oh, for sure. So um, that's awesome, man. Yeah. And also, here's something crazy. Turns out, um, Mike Dewine does not have COVID. It was a false positive. Oh my God! For real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ezra's looking at me like, what are you doing, Dad? Damn, man. Well, yeah, I'll come over and fuck around, watch the game tomorrow. Hell yeah. Dope. On the roof, smoking stogies, being men. Drinking. And the Reds are gonna the Reds are gonna sweep the fucking Brewers. We're gonna win five games in a row. Next time we talk, the Reds are gonna be ten and eight. Boy, would I love that. Yeah, it's going to happen, man. I believe in it. Um, thanks to our sponsors, betonline.ag and Manscaped and this sweet little angel, Ezra. Sweet little Ezzy boy. Um, so, uh, anything that's, else? That's all I got, man. Fuck yeah. Just go so, to the club, 14th and 15th, dude. So go to gobananascomedy.com, buy tickets. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, go Red Legs. Stay nasty, y'all. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you 
where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.